Oops. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Insane. That is today, insane. That's all I got to say about today being insane. <laughs> I got so much going on. It's just crazy. I don't even know. And we have two shows again, two streams again. Yeah, I guess we have two streams again. I don't know why that's happening, but um, that's where we are. So welcome, everybody. Let's take a second and welcome everybody into the chat room. I didn't get to say hello. Hello on this insane selection day. How's that? (laughs) Selection day. Selection day. It's not election day because we don't elect anybody today. Mm. We select the choice of the popular vote to guide the electoral college on how to choose who they're going to be choosing. All right. Lisa, am I reading that right for your son's first? Election is that is that is that what it is? Lisa Henderson uh, looks like she says her son's uh, first election, first time voting. I guess. Yeah. Pretty cool. There we go. That is awesome. Yeah, you know there are a lot of a uh, lot of first time young voters that are that they were reporting at the Trump rallies. Yeah. Lots of them. Yeah, absolutely. Which is a undercounted or will be undercounted or non-counted in those polls, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Because all the polls are based on, um, uh, registered voters. Right. Not not even, well, well, he's registered. He'd have to be registered. registered, But, uh, yeah. But, but some of those, uh, could be that some of those, you know, didn't get on their, on their list to be in those polls. We voted in person maskless with no problems. Oh yeah. Yeah. But there were people who stood in line with masks and everybody who was taking our thing. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. uh, (laughs) Buffalo, New York. Here comes Mac, everybody. You just, he just barreled his way into the studio, pushed the door open by himself after a walk. After his walk, now he's just going to come in and out of the studio, leave the door open. You know, if Mac's going to figure out how to open the door, we should teach him how to close it as well. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. So we even had a we even had a pretty big line in our small town, our small place. The uh, no, let me let me put it this way: the biggest line I've ever seen in twenty years of voting. Which is to say, any line at all, right? Any line at never, all would be a big we, line. We've never had a line. But <laughs> where we live, I mean, not only was there a line, JC, there was no place to park. Yeah, it was just crazy. I don't even uh, I don't it, it was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. And, you know, the whole maskless thing is starting to catch on here lately. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. Matt, hold on. The whole maskless thing is starting to to catch on. The more places we go, the less the fewer masks that we see. And I'm really glad to see that happening in spite of the increase in fervor. Sorry, sorry you're in the hospital alley. Oh, no. 
pray you uh, pray for recovery. Oh, look uh, at this! But but uh, but Ali's eleven-year-old is geared out in Trump gear and excited about another <laughs> four years. Hey, Ali, how's that going in the hospital with your eleven-year-old all geared out? I mean, is your eleven-year-old with you and? How's the hospital staff taking <laughs> that? Because, you know, on an airplane, it doesn't work out so well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, Southwest was not so crazy. I was thinking it could be particularly hazardous on this day yeah. to, wear, uh, to wear MAGA gear. Yeah, you like my CSPOA <laughs> shirt? So repping the, repping the CSPOA swag. Who? Hua Richard Mack. Hua Richard Mack. <laughs> yeah, Sheriff Mack for president. I, there that, are a few people. There are a, there are a few people that we actually um, have done and partnered with on things. Yeah. Very few people. Very few. But Richard Mack is one of them. By the way, this is like one of my favorite T-shirts. Underestimate me. That'll be fun. I actually, <laughs> I actually found this T-shirt. Um, I don't know. I, I think on one of those ads that popped up on Instagram or something. And I said, that is Chris Ann Hall. <laughs> yeah. That is Chris Ann Hall. So, um, but it's not, it's not a GodGunsLiberty.com shirt. That's not a GodGunsLiberty.com shirt. So we're yeah. not representing ourselves today. That's true. We are not representing ourselves. Yeah. I, I want JC to make one like this on GodGunsLiberty.com. So, but. uh, Carmeletto's in Kentucky and says if we didn't wear a mask, we could not enter to vote. They they tried to do that in uh in Tampa. Uh, they tried to or do in that Hillsborough Tampa. County. So yeah. it's it, sometimes it varies from county to county. Mm -hmm. Well, it's likely to vary from county to county. So we got that from Hillsborough. We didn't we don't vote in Hillsborough or or in, in this particular area in, in Hillsborough. We vote in Florida. Uh but we're at the yeah, polling station and they were trying to do that so thumper seven i know we have two streams running at the same time but that's so you can have double the fun and <laughs> double the constitution and she's not she's stretching the truth um, double the double the we don't know incentive. why <laughs> we are investigating why we are investigating but we you know what like us twice share us twice for twice the constitution and twice it, the fun but it was fascinating the last show should we show the yeah, show, show that. So All the right. last show. Okay. Um. Well, you don't have to. I yeah. Mean, no, I, I wanted to actually. So I put all that kind of well personal. I don't think anybody. There. But anyway, the uh, the the last show one, it streamed simultaneously. One had the word election in it. One didn't. And the one that had election in it only got half as many views as the other. So half as many maybe, views. And look at that. Uh, less than twenty percent of the comments yeah so we have so you we have, have the good folks at strike tv investigating why that is happening and uh, they will help us out and we'll fix that yeah and i i was really amused at the kind of social media experiment that it actually did uh perform for us because you will remember yesterday i was telling jc hey that word election got into our thing and we don't have anybody watching well now we know because the word election was in there and now all of a sudden we can't, they don't send it out to anybody. They don't have anybody going, uh, they won't let anybody um, uh, see our show. But luckily yesterday we had 
two pro broadcasts going out at the same time. So we got twice as many people watching. So I think that's pretty awesome. I was going to show, but JC said, hey, JC, did you see this? Let me share this one. Now, oh, sorry. I'm hitting the wrong button. Yeah, what here. is, what are we seeing? BitChute was deplatformed by their web host today. They got a notice all of the sudden, bam, uh, we are not going to be online. This is actually what you get when you go to bitshoot.com. Mm -hmm. So the web, uh, you know that lingo, the people who are hosting yeah, the web, the web host. mm -hmm. sent them a notice saying we are terminating your website. Yeah. So the technocrat coup mm -hmm. has begun. Yeah, I talked about that before. So uh, when, you know, we were Sorry. talking about different alternatives and I mentioned, you know, that 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 only goes that only works uh, so far as your web host um, does not deplatform you. And they were deplatformed, which is funny because when I did the Google search, Google search on a BitChute deplatform to find the news about it. There's actually no news about it. But ironically, at the beginning of October, BitChute did a whole training video on what it looks like when your website is deplatformed and how the deplatforming of a website actually takes place. ATF banning AR pistols. Yeah. Oh, watch this. Here's the other one. Are you ready? Um, this comes, let me go ahead and open this in it. Oh, you guys know I'm still, I'm still, um, banned on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So, um, this comes from Paul Sperry. Do you know who Paul Sperry is? Yes. Paul Sperry is former DC bureau chief for investors, business daily. He's an Hoover Institute media fellow author of several books, including the bestseller infiltration. And, um, Paul Sperry puts out today, Obama's OFA partner indivisible has organized more than 500 protests across the country for November 4th in the event Trump wins tonight. You, do you do you find that to be a credible source? Uh, Sperry. Yes. Um. I uh, yeah. Somebody posted here a, a meme. Uh, don't forget to disguise yourselves as patriots. Yeah, that's Trump's, been going but around That's a while. probably not true. There. That's probably fake news. But but if Sperry's that telling us, you know, I'm always check it out, but. Yeah, I don't. But here's the thing, JC. Sure. I don't doubt that that's going to happen, mm. whether Obama's group is affiliated with it or not. Yeah. And, you know, our friend Janet, when I sent her that information about BitChute, mm -hmm. her first thought was just think if it's going to get it's going to get worse if Trump actually wins. And my comment to her, my reply to her was, I believe that this is happening because they know he's going to win. I mean, the voter turnout, like we told you, our little bitty town all of the sudden uh, now has so many people voting 
that they can't even we can't even find a place to park. Yeah. And now all of a sudden they're starting to realize, hey, so I wanted to remind you guys 10 o'clock tonight. OK, 10 o'clock tonight, we will be live right here on uh, this YouTube channel, on all our platforms, wherever you're watching us right now. We will be live at 10 p.m. Uh, doing our election conversation. And uh, go ahead. You were going to say something? No, I was just re I'm looking at this uh, the issue about the AR pistols. The ATF is not banning uh, AR pistols. However, they are looking uh, they are uh, looking at the definition. Um, they're, they're looking at different design features relative to the definition of pistol because you've had you've had this uh so rifle pistol uh short barreled rifle and and handgun right mm -hmm. and the, the the pistol handgun so you've had these um because of the size has to do with with the the length and uh then then uh the, they would they could not have a stock and they had to have right. this brace. So apparently there's there was this particular pistol being imported uh, called the Honey Badger. And they targeted that because of a, a certain design element, which is also common to uh, what people refer to as AR pistols. So they're, it's like that little short AK, you know, AK pistol, the little short one that I built. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's considered a handgun or considered a pistol, not a rifle. Right. And so this could have impact on that. Um, so it's not, we're not there yet, not in the band, but they are looking at this definition. There's no telling what's going to, what's going to come out of that. However, uh, ATF has continued to be a very rogue agency under this administration maybe there are, there are numerous maybe trump will get this under control yeah there well there have there are numerous numerous executive agencies like this that have been that have been continued to be uh tyrannical under this administration that trump has not either been able to control or attempted to control not has not put his focus on um, and, and the ATF has been one of those continues to be one of those for sure. So I wanted to show you, uh, not only 10 o'clock, we will be live here, but I wanted to share with you that we will, I will also be with quite frankly tonight at yeah. 7 25 PM Eastern standard time. Uh, Frank and I usually have one of the best conversations that I have online is uh, the conversations that I have with Frank. I will also be live with, oops, sorry, wrong one, with Western Journal. There we go. Yeah. I will be live with Western Journal. And uh, that will be, now they start at 530 Central, which is uh, 630 Eastern, right? Yeah, 6.30 Eastern. But I won't be on until 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central Time. So these are our two election cover coverages, 
conversations. And then again, we'll be back here on this platform. Yeah. At um, we will be there this plat on this platform at uh, I don't ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that so the so that AR pistol issue is something to keep an eye on. Um, apparently, because of some push at, because of pushback mm -hmm. from gun owners on this issue, it's now under review by the DOJ, uh, and so there's this there's this sort of headbutting going on between ATF and Department of Justice. Um, and, and it's funny because this is one of the things you know you listen to. Uh, um, you know, or listen to the, the a lot of the Trump. Um, pro-Trump sort of pitch on yeah. Fox where they kind of run through Trump's done this, Trump's done this. Like he's, he's done more on this than any president, this than it. he's been the most whatever president. And they were running through these issues. Like one was religious liberty. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking, yeah, that's true. And various places. Then, then the one thing they said was he's been the most pro second amendment president in history. That was the one spot that I thought, uh, that's one thing I can't really yeah. agree with. So now, the, maybe he has there are other areas. The other areas were true, but <laughs> he has spoken very positively about uh, the right to keep and bear arms. Yeah. But those in his administration don't operate based on how he speaks. Yeah, well, he's but uh, probably was a couple years ago. He, I mean, he's. He's not. He said some. Oh yeah. Uh, things that were yeah, not. Yeah. No. He has definitely well, didn't demonstrate the strongest. He's a New York guy, so president. You know history. what are you gonna do? He's not that guy. No. Um. You know. I. So. And let's also remember that two of the not good. two of the places within the executive. Oh my goodness. Two. I don't know. The executive agencies are where the deep state hangs out. Yeah, right. So absolutely. that's why you've got an FBI that's rogue. That's why you have an ATF that's rogue. That's why you have an EPA that's rogue. Mm -hmm. You have I, I think really, if you think about it, the only executive agency that I can come up, come up with off the top of my head yeah. that hasn't gone rogue is the Department of Education. Yeah. And that's but, and this is and th this is the distinction right here. Uh, what Paris says. So while Trump. No, he's not the strongest two A president in history. However, there's a distinction with Biden and that, yeah. <laughs> and that crowd. Yeah, right, um, right, right, right. They're coming for him point blank. Absolutely, period. absolutely. So, so while the ATF, you know, has continued its administrative assault, and then Trump in the midst of, and you have to remember this was in the midst of those the shooting, mm -hmm. all the shooting uh, hysteria he made those statements about bump stocks. Right. He made the statements about red flags, take the well, gun, due process later, uh, all in the midst of that. I don't know. I don't know where he, if he stayed in that position or what's going who's on. Who's in my now. chat room calling quite frankly, a bootlicker. But, um, cause we gonna fight. <laughs> if you're calling Park, my, my, my friend, Frank, a bootlicker, we gonna Parker, fight. Parker's I'm, I'm not just, a fan. I think what Parker means just, by that is, is, uh, <laughs> is, fight. is uh, Frank is a strong president Trump supporter. Oh, is he? Parker is not. Oh, I get it. Okay. Well, he's not a bootlicker. He may be a Trump supporter, but he is not a bootlicker <laughs> and we gonna have to fight. But 
but you know the but reality no, but ha- is but there's a, but but there is an art and i'm not you, people that watch the show know us yeah uh so i'm not uh i'm not totally dumping on uh on president trump but i think there's a there is an argument to be made in the area of the second amendment yes that um to say trump's the strongest two a guy that's that's crazy right um in fact no, i think it was no, no, bongino no, 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 no. I, well, I shouldn't say that. I don't know if Bongino, like he was running through his list and maybe that's what he said, but I don't, I don't remember if it was him or not, but that's that. Uh, well, you get the I same crowd, JC. It runs around and tr- Trump's the, the most constitutional president we've had. Yeah, well, but you know, also. when you start talking about most yeah, we've com- had comparing to other presidents, comparing to other presidents, <laughs> uh, we're not dealing with a very high standard here. And, as far as his administration goes, because you guys know we were we've actually been to D.C. We've actually talked to people within his administration. We never personally talked to Trump, but we talked to people within his administration. I would personally have to say, it, comparing to other presidents, Trump is the most Tenth Amendment president that we've had in a yeah. really really long time. Yeah, he, he has been. And not so not to definitely say that definitely not to a no. uh, maybe more so when you talk about first amendment liberties. But, but not to the extent that he's but, he, he's pro, you know, n- knock on your door, round up your guns. I mean although, that's that's Biden and Harris are like and and O'Rourke, we're going to come take them. I mean yeah, that's their position. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so we have um we also have I also have serious problems with Trump and his uh, search and seizure policies, because mm-hmm. remember, he was defending uh, New York's stop and search, stop yeah. and frisk laws. He's middle, so, he's middle of the road. So we you know, and, and part of Trump's problem is that he doesn't know the Constitution. But yeah. how many people do you know personally that actually know the Constitution? Mm-hmm. Shannon, don't be putting those clowns up there. You're gonna run. You're gonna run. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna run JC off. JC has a clown thing. Yeah. JC might punch you if you come around the corner with a clown. But I, I can tell you the one thing about Trump. So if you want to say something about more than any president, I'll tell you one thing about Trump. He's kept his promises more than any other president. Yeah. So like it, like it, like him or hate him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he you know, when he came in and he pretty much laid down, this is what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. man, he has fall. He is a guy that follows through when he says, this is what we're going to try to do accomplish. Then that's what he's, that's what he does. I mean, this is a guy who's kept his promises. And I think that's the biggest appeal for president Trump is that when people are, people are just sick of politicians saying one thing, and and you know promising all this stuff and not uh you know not following through yeah so trump is a promise keeper i can hey tell jc you that. can i show off our new chris ann hall website sure can we do that because i think it's really cool um but i i so my personal by so, the way let me say personal just you tell bottom, me I can do bottom, something. Hold on. Bottom you- <laughs> bottom line i think trump has been overall solid president okay do do I have areas that I have trouble with? Yeah, that's going to be any president. Any president, you got work to do. Um, but on the whole, for most for most issues, 
um, the guy's been solid. You know, in comparison to the alternative, uh, you know, there's no freaking discussion. I like I like the fact that that this administration has moved further towards state rights than any other administration that we've seen. Yeah. Uh, and just that move alone. I mean, we short of electing Chris Ann Hall president and having me live longer than 30 seconds past, you know, my inauguration. Uh, I don't I don't think you're going to get or maybe, uh, you know, somebody like Michael Bolden. We elect mm-hmm. Michael Bolden president right. and, uh, you know, you're not going to get any you're not going to get an immediate sort of 10th Amendment movement. Right. Yeah. You're not going to get that. Boom. Here we are kind of thing happening. Right. And so and it's still an administration. Uh, we, you know, I mean, he, he's riddled with deep state infiltrators. And well, hey, you just reminded subversives. me to to remember he's the the most recent executive order that he put out was a clean the steep state swamp executive order. Yeah. That executive order that actually creates an avenue. I don't know if it was it feels a little superfluous to me because I always believed that there was actually an an avenue because I I don't know how they couldn't, but this executive order makes it clear that these these federal employees that work in these agencies are at will employees. And so when you get a new administration coming in, you can clean house. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this executive order is something that has that is a long long time coming in my humble opinion yeah because you know i've always said that if i had ever um if i'd actually ever got elected president the first 30 days would have been nothing but eliminating past executive orders and eliminating uh well i would make every single federal employee in the executive branch go through a a uh, interview process so they would have to reapply and go yeah. through the process and that's exactly what and the, this executive order does and from personal experience you know with our trips to the white house um the the, the work of draining the swamp happens on the inside it happens yeah. behind the scenes it happens yeah. in within these departments and that's so it's not re- it's not about what oh well trump passed this law trump did this trump did that you know, in the sense, people are always looking for, oh, oh, well, what he, what has he done to drain the swamp? What, what, you know, they don't know. So they don't know where they're looking at. But as we, we were working with the folks inside these agencies, mm-hmm. um, there's a massive effort and massive uh, progress. Yeah. As bad as it is, right, in draining the swamp. We've seen that firsthand. Well, if you stop and think, JC, about the thousands of of employees that there actually are tens of thousands right so in a situation where your focus like i said if if i were elected president my focus would be on on that but for somebody who's not involved in politics for somebody who doesn't understand how this works you're not going to be focused on that and what you have to rely on then is you have to have this wait for these people to identify themselves. And what I think happened was that Trump got a crash course with the FBI fiasco Mm -hmm. on how these executive branch employees actually are the deep state. Mm 
Yeah. And so he, we know that, right? He, we know that, but he got that crash course. And, and I think that, you know, he waited too long for that executive order. He should have put that out two years ago, but everybody's got to learn at their own pace. And can you imagine now, look, you can talk about him getting rid of Comey. You can talk about him getting rid of Sessions. You can talk about that. The deep state heads are not going to complain so much when you get rid of, of the cabinet heads, right? Because they'll just put a new guy in or they'll put That's in right. a lesser of the evils. But when you start picking at the root, like these employees that actually perform yeah. the functions. That's when you start That's resistance. when the the you know the crazy villainous heads are gonna start popping up and what? screaming like you, banshees. You look at all the minions it took to run that Russia Russia hoax, the Russia collusion hoax were all the you know the uh minions uh within these groups you know what i'm saying it's not it was not cabinet level people per se now they issue the marking marching orders and they run their mouth but you look at all of all of this stuff happened uh essentially behind the scenes mm -hmm. i mean with street level mm -hmm. fbi employees oh yeah it's with, still happening uh, fbi you know deputy level well and you just positions. showed how the atf is still running their yeah. game too so uh, you know i i don't know the the, the chris ann hall presidential plan would be to like i said first 30 60 days eliminate past executive orders uh start having start the re uh, employment of people and the firing of people that don't get reemployed yeah. and then my move back to the states is going to be to to start drastically Paring down these executive agencies and then sending the employees back to their own states to get this done. So yeah. this the ATF, by the time I was two years in, would be like this big. Yeah, th this big. It would be a funny moment of the, the Chris Ann Hall candidacy would be Miss um, Hall. Congratulations on on receiving the nomination from whatever party. Um, uh, will we be finding out soon who your running mate will be? Yeah. And then you look at, you look at the reporter and say, the constitution does not authorize the president to have a running mate. So no, I won't be naming a running mate at all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Wait, what? You mean there's going to be no vice president? Uh, yeah. That has nothing to that, do with That's me. when I go get Mike Meharry or, or Michael Bolton to, to then yeah. cast their, um, cast their name yeah, in their for vice president, president their their candidacy for vice president and we run on two separate ballots that would be hilarious <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> i'm gonna have to send this episode to mike uh, michael bolden so he can see how much we talked about him today <laughs> yeah but you're right so uh, Michael Vincent's talking about the Electoral College vote. Remember, no president was ever has ever been elected on the second November or the first November, uh, the, the first Tuesday in November. No president ever. That's why we called it Happy Selection Day. 
because that's the day that we select the president by popular vote. It is the electoral college that has to cast their vote on the third Tuesday in December. I can't remember. Let me put this up here real quick. This is where you find, look at this beautiful website with the brand (laughs) new Chris Ann Hall logo right there. There we go. Uh, Liberty First University. Listen now. Oh, what happens if I put that up there? Will it make noise? Don't don't put it up there. (laughs) She's like, oh, no, no, don't. And then get your T-shirts there. Here's all the past shows. Look at I got my thumbs up there. Am I? Hey, JC, in this one, am I am I flashing Illuminati signs right there? We all know you're Illuminati. (laughs) And here's the article. Who will be president January 2021? Right. So that's where you need to go and understand how and when things are going to be voted for. I think you've done four shows on it. I know, right? Surely. Surely surely they get it by now. J.J. Jackson's going to vote for me for president, J.C. Yeah. (laughs) As long as you don't run a Democrat, I'll probably vote for you, too. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't think I could run Democrat. See, the Democrats don't let. Yeah, I say the Democrats don't let infiltrators run. So they cast them out. So we're com- we'll be back on at 10 tonight, right? Talking about mm-hmm. the election and stuff. I, and I, I hope we get time to talk about, uh, sort of drop this out there. I don't know if people know this, but there were seven faithless electors. I thought we were talking about that today. Are we going to talk about yeah, that this about show? Yeah. Go for it. Let's talk, talk about, about that right that. now. I, so, you know, remember if people remember, we were talking about, a potential tie and Nancy Pelosi's going on about the tie and you got mm-hmm. 270, 270, whatever. Uh, or if this thing's, if this thing's razor thin, really close. And it goes back to your point about the, the uh, Tuesday night selection is not the election. Right. And so uh, when, when you, and people look at Trump got 304 to 266 or whatever it was, um, seven electors, didn't vote for either of those candidates, did not cast their ballots for either of the mm-hmm. candidates. So it's what's what's known as f- a faithless elector, because you hear people talk about this, uh, this ballot casting that we're doing right now uh, determines the slate of electors for each state. Right. Yes, it determines the slate of electors, but that doesn't determine the vote of the electors. They, we just choose them. We choose those people who are the electors for the electoral college, mm-hmm. um, which relates to 430, you know, the number is 435, right? Which is house seats plus a hundred plus three for DC. That's where we get the five, what is it? 538 or whatever, whatever it is. Uh, then you need 270, 270 minimum to win. So seven electors in 2016. So you you basically had you know them allotted so for Hillary and let me let me explain to it people Trump. what a what a faithless elector is. So remember, the president of the United States is not elected by popular vote. Yeah, he's elected by the electoral college, and each state is apportioned the number of electors that is equal to the number of representatives that they have in the House of Representatives. So that's how they get their number of electors. Right. And that's the way they do it now. It's all set because 
first off, let me just give you a little bonus for your educational dollar. Uh, we do not have a constitutionally operating House of Representatives because in 1920, the House decided they were no longer going to apportion the House of Representatives based on population the way the Constitution demands them to. Mm -hmm. And then nobody actually came out and well, the states tried to challenge them on that, and the court said, poo-poo on you. And so now for, what do we have, a hundred years, 1922 now, for a hundred years, we have way too many representatives in the House of Representatives. So that's a little bonus for educational dollar. So the electors are supposed to actually pledge a certain vote based on how the popular vote goes. And a faithless elector is one who says, um, I'm not going to follow the popular vote of my district. I am going to vote the, well, we're not really quite sure what. It's usually like the conscience of the state, what the whole state says, or uh, what it, it, or what the district says. Because sometimes you have winner takes all states. Yeah. And they, and, and when different in the states and when they do that so in in some of the states and states have different laws but they take they take a they take a pledge essentially take a pledge sign a pledge mm. to that i will vote for this candidate um th but there are also those that are unpledged there's no pledge involved right. they're not pledged to anything so you you sometimes hear uh those terms when they talk about electors they talk about pledged electors and unpledged electors right uh and unpledged simply means they have not made any pledge to choose uh, an elector, but all of all of these in 2016, there were 10 of them total mm -hmm. that uh, did not vote that these were pledged. These are not unpledged. Right. These were pledged electors who said who had said in some form or another through the process, we will vote for either Trump or Hillary Clinton, whichever whichever pledge they took. And 10 of those electors uh, voted for someone else in three of the instances, uh, those. Uh, those electors votes were disqualified, were invalidated. Mm -hmm. And, and I, it, it's likely that they chose other electors because of the laws in those States, Colorado, Maine, and Minnesota. Well, but let's remember but then seven the Supreme, other instances. But wait a minute. Let's remember that the Supreme court came back and overturned those and said that the electors have the liberty to yeah. vote. So even though the States had laws that said you can't, be faithless uh the supreme court said oh yes you can yeah so there was uh faith the spotted eagle yeah <laughs> that yes. is so cool <laughs> well she's not a spotted eagle that's her name right faith, oh no no right yeah, faith spotted eagle oh i said the spotted eagle didn't I? <laughs> faith spotted eagle that was my is bad I didn't indian mean to do that. is a native american activist uh and political activists and whatever but she actually received one of these electors votes so she became the first native american uh native american at all or native american woman to receive uh, a, a a an electoral vote for president mm -hmm. so it's just a it's an interesting uh topic when you think about how close the electoral college uh vote could be mm -hmm. for this election and then you know what happens if it's so close and now you have uh seven electors essentially going rogue uh 
you know, and, here's and, a map and, of the electoral college breakdown, just so people can can see how it goes. Yeah. So let's say. So what's up there right now? Right. Two sixty five to two seventy three. OK, so let's say that's, that's their default right now, by the way. Right. Jason. So leave that and let's say that's the results. So imagine mm -hmm. if that's a result. It's that close. OK. Right. Which is what? Sixty five. That's eight. That's eight uh, separated. So in 2016, you had 10 who did not vote because when when you see this result right on election night or in a week or in two weeks, this has not the vote hasn't taken place yet. Right. So you could have the chance if it's this slim that according to what people have seen now for over a month that let's say in this case, Trump won by 273. All right. Now imagine if when the vote take actually takes place on January 8th, you have eight faithless electors. And Joe Biden is is then actually president. Yeah. Right. That could happen. So even we could go all the way up to that, particularly if it's close. And well, that still be no you, guarantee that that's actually the result. But here's the thing. Those faithless electors. Uh, the 10 faithless electors didn't switch parties. They just didn't vote for the for the candidate in their party. Correct. They still voted within their party. But so what my point is that will not be the actual result. Right. So when if you if you if we end up with a result that that's if it's that close either way. Um, you you're still not guaranteed that's actually the outcome. So. If just like this example, 265 to 273. So 273, he got 273 and uh, Trump, Trump uh, got all electoral votes, like all the lawsuits are settled. Everything's settled. There's yeah. no question. It's it's January the 1st. And ever since, let's say, uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, everyone has been told this is the result. Therefore, Trump's going to be president. Mm -hmm. If it's this close and then you have there you don't have to have electors go with this result even if everything is settled according to the vote on election night uh, today mm -hmm. it happened in 2016 <laughs> yeah had it been this close in 2016 let's say it, if it would have been within six electoral votes all right we would have continued up till january the 7th Assuming that President Trump was going to be president, mm -hmm. seven electors cast another vote for somebody else. Seven that were going to pledge that to were Trump. going to go to Trump. Yeah, mm -hmm. they go to. But I don't think that Woodsy Al, whatever the faithless. Interestingly enough, I think that all the faceless faithless electors were Democrats. Except for the one uh, in Texas. I don't I don't know. There was a so there was a vote for Colin Powell. There was yeah, a no, vote. These are Democrats, though. There, yeah. These are Democrats who vo and these voted are for Colin Powell. Yes. Faith, faith spotted eagle. Uh, uh, there's a vote for Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Uh, John these, Kasich. Right. These were uh, Ron all Paul. Uh, yeah. These were all Democrats that uh, didn't except for the one that voted for John Kasich. Yep. The rest were Democrats, which means <laughs> if that were to be the case, then 
then Biden would lose even more of the 265. So, so people so, have no idea about this electoral process. Mm -hmm. If something like that were to happen, right, uh, the country would lose its mind because they're completely completely ignorant of this process. Hey, JC, for some reason, and I have to mention this, uh, Dragon's Talent has given us a, a grant super chat. It never came up in our soup, in our chat notification here. And so I just want to make Dragon's Talent aware that we know that the, and are very, very grateful for his super chat. He says, ATF needs to be made into a convenience store, not a government agency. So I'm not able to actually post it up here like we usually do all the rest of them. But for some reason, it's but you're just. You're on that. But you, I'm, you have that one pulled up. I have that one pulled up and I see that it came through. So my apologies to Dragon's Talent that I can't put it up there. Um, Lee Dix asks this question, JC, if Sleepy Joe wins. What up, Lee? And the mandates start and socialized medicine, et cetera. How can the people reject anything unconstitutional other than basically violence? Well, the answer to that question, Lee, has to exist at your local and state levels, right? It has to exist in, in knowing who your sheriff is, in knowing who your state uh, legislators are, in knowing who your local county is. Yeah. And so... Uh, we don't have, see, this is the whole thing. So it doesn't mean the mandates will be carried out where, where you, you are. are. You see, if the, you have someone that will stand up for you. In the whole reason that we are a constitutional Republic and not a kingdom is so that when the chief, when, when the central government starts issuing these kinds of mandates, we aren't standing alone on our front porch with the sword to come after the king. The con the premise of the, the whole creation of the Constitutional Republic is so that there are multiple layers of checks and balances that happen uh, on the local level so that you have a situation where you're not alone because your county is standing with you, because your sheriff is standing with you, your community is standing with you. And you don't have to fight the king. The whole, we didn't remember. We didn't simply declare independence from Great Britain. We declared independence from kings forever. And the Constitutional Republic is a multi-layer check and balance. Cool. So that's that's to answer your question there. Now, for some reason, our our little thing is not updating yeah, here. Yeah, I see that. And maybe if we go, surely people are still commenting. No, I'm watching the comments, JC. They're right here. There, there are lots of comments coming in. It's just not updating. So I don't really know why that's happening. Hmm. But, you know, um, with the technocrats blocking everything that we're doing, who knows what's what's happening? You don't I don't we don't do that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you turn me into Joe Biden for a second there. Don't do that. <laughs> So, um, thank you, Path to Truth, uh, for your super chat there. Thoughts on 1-8 audits performed by we, the people. Um, I'm not really familiar with the 1-8 audits that are happening. You would have to investigate that on your own. I would suggest any kind of questions that you have about other they, organizations. I think that's where they show up with the yeah. cameras and that sort of thing. Yeah. 
I love I love those things. Yeah, no, I, I think I think some are more productive than others. Some right. are some some are not. If you're going to be a person <laughs> who's going to engage in one of those audits, sometimes they're you know, different kinds. Please, please, please make sure that you oh, here we go. video record. Did we update? It's moving again, yeah. Oh, woohoo! Yay! All right, we're moving again. Oh, yay! There we go. Uh, so anyway, um. If you're going to engage in these audits, then you need to make sure that you always have at least two other people with you and at least two other cameras running at the same time. Derek Rainwater, thank you for your super chat. Says support the Hall family, buy a shirt. Amen. Right on. Yeah, right on. Where Where is our, uh, I, I think you I know. They're from your website. Right here. Yep. Show. I'm, I'm, I'm getting so up you there. You can actually... Just go to chrisannhall.com, click get click, your shirts. Get your shirts. Look at this. Ready? One, two, three. It's like magic. Bam. Boom. Bada yeah. bing. Bada boom. Yeah. So you go up here to the shop, hit the drop down menu, and you'll see there's hoodies, hats, jackets, long sleeve shirts, mugs, polo shirts, sweatshirts, t-shirts. So a lot of stuff. Look at the long sleeve. Like it's winter now. And... uh some long sleeve shirts. We got that 1776 one. You like that one. I like that one. That's one of my um, favorites. Here's a here's a bright bright yellow bright version of the No King but Jesus. I think that was uh I think that might have been Derek. How, that, how about the Liberty First University t-shirt? That's yeah. what we need right there. Yeah, so there's uh hello, wake up. Show your Liberty First University pride. Yeah, look at all those colors too, JC. How cool yeah. is that? Yeah. Yeah, so so we have we have the faithless voter issue that yeah. will faithless elector. Yeah, faithless look it up. Elector. Look it up. It's a real yeah, thing. Yeah, look it up right there. Changes our map there. So uh, it's flying another... rich. Say hello, rich. Hey, rich. Remember, Good rich. To see you, man. Rich of course, is awesome. Of course. I didn't know if you re recognized him as flying rich. Yeah, flying no, rich because... gives us a super chat here and says maga 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 yeah. maga. I watch. I, I follow, uh, I watch, been watching your videos, Rich, on uh, Instagram, the, all the cool stuff of he's going to the rallies and just yeah. all in it, man. Rich has a, he's locked in. Rich has a, has a 3D printer he's always playing with. And that thing <laughs> is like super cool. Our, our chat thing is still not running, JC. It's, I'm it's watching like, it here. So it's hitchy. Yeah, weird. I'm watching it. So, guys, um, just so you know, uh, just a reminder, 10 p.m. this evening, uh, we will be live here on these platforms to go through our, well, pretty much at that point, post-election stuff. Right. And then uh, I will also be on, quite frankly, at 7.25 p.m., doing election Eastern. commentary 725 Eastern Standard Time election commentary and then I will also be on Western Journal live at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time doing uh, commentary election commentary there as yeah, well awesome oh here we go another wow you guys are like coming in with the super chats today uh, char signs uh, super chat. How might one best address unopposed seats at local level, such as sheriff? Ours is not Liberty First and ran unopposed. Might as well just rehire him. You know, that's a really big deal. 
I don't think any candidate should ever be unopposed. But I do want to use this opportunity to show, uh, to explain to everybody uh, what some ballots actually have on the state level. So some ballots on the state level have uh, uh, selection A, this person, selection B, that person, selection C, none of the above. I mean, can you imagine what would happen if you have none of the above? Yeah. So I think that's that's a pretty neat kind of way to look at that. Um, the none above option. But I think that it is the sin of the community to have somebody never who runs unopposed. I don't care what party you are. Somebody should always have to be opposed. And to be honest, uh, char signs to address the issue of an unopposed candidate means you need to run next time. <laughs> Seriously, somebody needs to run next time. And the of all the offices, find somebody. A sheriff should never be unopposed, especially if they're not a Liberty First candidate. Yeah, there are. I saw. Um, are you going to play at that? Le at least nine. I, I think I saw nine. Nine unopposed seats, I think, in the House, it seems to me. Yeah. But, but there are several. Uh, there are several. Um, what do you call it? Le legis, you know, congressional or what have mm -hmm. you seats. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah. Th so I was going to share this. Can we see? Am I there? Yeah, you're uh, there. Yeah. Th so this is uh, this is our friend Jonathan Shuttlesworth did a show. He has a great show called Check the News that he does at, I think, 1130 Eastern Time, 1130 p.m. p.m. 1130 p.m. PM, um, 11.30 p.m. Like if there's any other show that I wa would watch besides Chris Ann Hall's show, it would be it would be Jonathan's. Jonathan's pretty like much Jonathan any. Clean, quite frankly. Yes. Yeah. Do not reward unproductivity and punish productivity. God punishes unproductivity so and rewards productivity. He, uh, and as soon as a nation's government starts going in the other direction, where the obedient are punished to pay for the consequences of the disobedient, there becomes no incentive to be productive. Yeah. yeah. So he um, he did an awesome show today. He was he was going through, like he really nailed the whole Trump's a racist, all that nonsense. I mean, he man, he tore that thing apart. So uh, highly, highly recommend. So he's, he's been doing the series all week. Um, called How Can Any Tr Christian Vote for Donald Trump? And just uh, breaking down some of the some of the stupid ideas that you hear out there. So, yeah. So if you have a chance, I recommend check that out. Jonathan Shuttlesworth. Shuttlesworth. And um, he, does a, he does a news program, as I said. Check the news. Every night called Check the News. Yeah. And um, yeah, check, yeah, show that. Yeah, I will. There we go. Check the news with Jonathan Shuttlesworth. Yeah. So 11.30 p.m. or 11, yeah, 11.30 p.m. Eastern time. It really is worth the watch. Yeah, and definitely. he's always got me laughing. I'm always rolling on the floor laughing. Yeah, it's hilarious. He's, he's hilarious. hilarious. He's very good. And his wife is awesome. 
Yeah. Uh, she's a really good friend of ours. And I think she's she's a great, great patriot. Yep. She's got that snarky humor just like he does. They're like the perfect couple together. Like <laughs> it's just awesome. So but definitely if you're uh if you're a church person and you're a you're a you're a person of faith and you're a liberty liberty person, mm -hmm. uh, which those two ought to go hand in hand. And you want arguments to counter some of the idiotic stuff that you hear from people of faith about, uh, you know, you're not Being supposed to be involved in politics. You, know, yeah, you can't politics. vote for this guy. Here's why. And all that stuff, man, you, you cannot, you can't go wrong with the series he did every day this week Yeah. Uh, on that. Yeah, so. that's really, really good stuff. All right. All right. So I've got to sign off because I got to get ready to go on to quite frankly tonight. And again, remember, here we go. Let's let me just go ahead and do a oh, one last time as a reminder for you guys, quite frankly, at 725 and then a Western Journal live at 8 p.m. All Eastern Standard Time. And uh, then back here at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And JC, I think we're going to have some guests with us awesome. tonight. We'll be looking at the some results guests. and seeing what's going on, watching the riots and seeing, uh, you know, maybe keeping a tally of how many stores Antifa uh, anarchists have burned down and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and remember, give us your thumbs up. Let me do my little Illuminati signs for you. Give us our thumbs up. Make sure that you like and subscribe. Ring the bell. If you don't ring the bell, and choose on the menu that you are receiving our <laughs> our notices. They will not send you notices. So please, 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 please. I got to learn some Illuminati signs. I don't know any Illuminati signs. Dude, I am the master of Illuminati signs. I absolutely am. You know why I know I'm a master of Illuminati, JC? Is that one? Is that, a, is that an Illuminati sign? Do you know why I'm a master of Illuminati? Because I could you, flash them and not even know it. You talk with your hands. Because yeah. I'm a master and I don't even know it. So um, there you go. Oh, Anthony Gonzalez says, uh, love you both. Christian veteran here too with his super chat donation. And thank you guys. You guys like went above and beyond tonight with the whole helping us out with super chat thing. You don't know how, how much that means to us. That means a whole lot to us. So uh, we don't take this lightly. Uh, don't forget our our sponsors this week are um, Peaceful Pond Place Sweet Shop. You can get them at pppsweets.com. Uh, and then we also have our um, our uh, Mountain Honeybees Facebook at Mountain Honeybees, our Wild by Nature Family Farm in yes. Roan Mountain, Tennessee. So make sure that you are checking out our sponsors and whatever your gift may need may be. Yep. Honey Supp and my tea. Support our sponsors because they support us. So thank you guys so much. Hopefully tomorrow we'll get this whole, maybe by tonight we'll have this whole. Yeah, we got to figure that out. Double thing going on. But so see you in a few hours. Yeah, we will see you in a few hours or I'll see you in 25 minutes on quite frankly. <laughs> Woohoo! Here das we go. Das Vidania. Das Vidania. Oh.